Vatican Viewpoint, the church in the world seen from Rome. A podcast produced by Vatican Radio. I'm your host, Devin Watkins. It is as if everyone misunderstands each other and then complains for having been misunderstood. In our increasingly self-absorbed and polarized world, the mission of Catholic media is all the more important. This week on Vatican Viewpoint, we're returning to the mission of Catholic media in a world that seems to be hard of hearing. We'll hear from the Prefect of the Vatican Dicastery for Communication and from the American Archbishop of Baltimore. We live in a time that more than harmony of Pentecost reminds us the confusion that followed after the destruction of the Tower of Babel. Dr. Paolo Ruffini there, the prefect of the Dicastery for Communication, that's our parent organization, by the way, recently offered his thoughts to reporters at the Catholic Media Conference held in the U.S. city of Baltimore. The church communication was born in response to the call of the rising Christ. There was no social media then, there was no computers, there was no internet, no television, no radio, no printed media, but there were the disciples, the first communicators. Communication lies at the very heart of the Church's identity ever since the Holy Spirit came upon the first disciples at Pentecost. They emerged from their fear in the upper room to preach the good news of Christ's resurrection openly to anyone who would listen. As St. Paul said, faith comes through hearing. Communication is, above all, a mutual gift of ourselves, a gift that comes from the relationship we establish with one another. If we go back to the early Christian, we rediscover that this was the first source of communication. From this, they were recognized. Love and compassion were the universal language. It is precisely this that made their gaze on the world so different, so attractive, so beautiful and so true that it changed the world itself by imprinting an indelible mark on it. The early Christians were of one heart and one soul. It was their communion that made their communication deeper, rooted in God. As Dr. Ruffini pointed out, both communication and communion share the same roots in Latin, cum, or together, and munus, gift. Communion, he said, is the secret of the Church's communication. Communion is what makes us members of one another. Rebuilding our communion, offering ourselves as an instrument of communication, bearing witness that we are one is exactly what we are called to do and to be. As anyone who doesn't live under a rock knows, the way people communicate has changed drastically in the last decade and a half. Society has been presented with escalating challenges by what were once new social networks and now from generative AI. We need to responsibly accept that we should not and cannot flee from our time and its unique challenges. We require the humility to know that change must be made together. It is up to us to bend the digital environment toward the good. It is up to us to embody the digital age in the spirit of Pentecost. Together, we can be the protagonist of our future. You're listening to Vatican Viewpoint.
we're exploring the media landscape from a Catholic perspective. I believe that Catholic communications is above all a means of evangelization, a means of sharing the good news, a means of communicating the truth, goodness, and beauty of Jesus Christ, and in so doing, shedding light on the people and events of our times. Archbishop William Laurie there. He hosted the Catholic Media Conference in June 2023 in his U.S. Archdiocese of Baltimore. He had a few words of advice for Catholic journalists whose work ranges from writing press statements for their bishops to editing local diocesan newspapers and even to hosting podcasts. The first priority for all of us is to communicate first with the Lord and to ask the Lord continually to fill us with the Holy Spirit and ourselves to carry with us the good news, the person of Christ, such that the light of Christ really shines through us. And on that basis, to build relationships, relationships with the faithful, but also with opinion leaders and with the secular media as well. Archbishop Laurie admitted it can be hard to build fruitful relationships with members of the secular media, but he urged church leaders and communicators to try anyway. I think that it's important continually to try to build those bridges and to keep on doing it even when the love and respect that is offered is not returned measure for measure as often as it isn't. Now let's dig into one specific area of journalism. Ethical storytelling means framing news coverage in such a way as to give dignity and respect to people at the heart of a story. Ethical storytelling is particularly important for Catholic media because we have this guiding principles as Catholics to make sure that we're respecting human dignity and we're respecting the people that we work with and the communities that we serve. And in particularly, we're looking at the whole human family and not in any way diminishing or taking away the agency that the people that we serve have. Doshimatsi works in Zambia for Catholic Relief Services, the U.S. Church's international outreach body. She invites journalists to focus on people as active participants in their own story instead of reducing them to recipients of other people's charity. Ethical in the sense that it makes sure that we're focusing on equity, we're telling the whole stories, the complete stories, a context-aware, nuanced story of the people that we work with. We're, we're making sure that we're not deepening divides or inequities when we're talking about the people that we're working with. So it's particularly important for um, Catholic media to make sure that we're considering the whole person when we're telling stories. Language is important when talking about other people, even in the midst of a crisis, recalls Miss C. Making sure that we are obtaining consent and informed consent from the people that we're telling stories of, we're telling context-aware stories, and we're not stereotyping people, oversimplifying or dramatizing the situation that they're in. We're not labeling people and making them all about the circumstances or the situations that we find them in. But we're telling stories that give um, a 360-degree view of what their circumstances are, how they're responding to it, that really showcase the dignity and the resilience that they have and what they've done to respond to the situations that they're in themselves. 
Thank you for joining us here on Vatican Viewpoint. We'll be back again next week.